Welcome to this podcast of the Episcopal Church in Venice, Florida, Good Shepherd. It is the 11th Sunday after Pentecost, and you will hear Deacon Michael Kitt speak on Luke 13:10. As you listen, see if you can answer these three questions. The questions, why did God order resting on the Sabbath? Two, what reason did Jesus give for healing the woman on the Sabbath? And three, when do we hide behind rules? The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and just then appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your ailment. When he laid his hands on her, immediately she stood up straight and began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, there are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, you hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to give it water? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for eighteen long years, be set free from this bondage on the Sabbath day? When he said this, all his opponents were put to shame, and the entire crowd was rejoicing at all the wonderful things he was doing. The Gospel of the Lord. On this day, the Lord has acted. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. I speak to you this morning in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Please get comfortable. Well, good morning. It's nice to be back. So what is the worst case of pointless bureaucracy you have ever come across? (laughs) And I'm not talking about the answering things when you dial into something and they say press one, you press two or three, you hit four and you get another one that says press one, press two. Then by the time you're at the 11th level, it says you're now on hold and you wait 20 minutes. That's not what I'm talking about. But here's one for you. A man took an old broken fridge to the recycling center. Sorry, sir, you can't bring that here. It contains, ge- contains ge- dangerous c- chemicals. Oh, said the man, then what should I do with it? You must phone this number and we will come and collect it. Okay, said the man. He went back to his car, got out his phone, and called the number. <laughs> the man he had just been speaking with answered the phone. <laughs> I wish to dispose of a fridge, said the man. Okay, said the recycling man, we will come and collect it. Where are you? Sitting outside the recycling center, said the man. (laughs) Oh, well, sometimes it's easy to keep the rules, 
but to forget exactly what they are there for. That's precisely what seems to be happening with the leaders of the synagogue in today's gospel reading. They say, there are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured, not on the Sabbath day. Jesus is praying in the synagogue, and he notices a woman bent by illness for 18 long years, unable to stand up straight. I love the fact that the woman didn't even have to ask for healing. She was in the temple, and so was Jesus, and he noticed her and called her over and healed her, just like that. It would have been so easy to overlook her as she bent over so low, but Jesus really sees her. He gives her back her her dignity and also gives her a name, Daughter of Abraham. Now, technically, the synagogue leaders are right. According to the law of Moses, you shouldn't do any work on a Sabbath day. It says so in Deuteronomy, and here it is from chapter 5, verses 12 to 14. Observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. For six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You should not do any work. Now, we could have a long debate about whether and how healing a woman constitutes work or not. But in their eyes, it obviously does. And Jesus has violated the law. I mean, they're right in a sense, aren't they? I mean, it's important to keep the Sabbath. As human beings, God knows what is best for us. He ordered a Sabbath for a good reason. He knows we need rest and a break from constant work. There is a need for a rhythm of life that involves both activity and rest. The Sabbath reminds us that constant activity is not good for the soul. God rested on the seventh day, so should we. What the synagogue leaders seem to overlook completely is that observing the Sabbath is not something to be done for its own sake. Sabbath is important. We need to find ways of resting in our busy 24-7 culture, but simply keeping the rules for the sake of it is not the point. What the synagogue leaders seem to be forgetting is the reason that God gave the Sabbath in the first place. So let's go back to Deuteronomy. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, and so on. And then verse 15 gives us the reason. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. The Sabbath was given so that God's people might rest, yes, but also, and more importantly, so that God's people might take time to remember who they are, God's people and to recall all that God has done for them, bringing them out of slavery in the land of Egypt, releasing them from oppression, freeing them from all that had bent them low and kept them bound and subservient. And that, rather ironically, is exactly what Jesus has done to the poor woman, enslaved and oppressed by her condition for 18 years, bent over and unable to stand up straight. But with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, Jesus healed her, and now she was free. 
The irony, says Jesus, is that the leaders of the synagogue had probably treated their animals better that day than they would have treated her. He points out the inconsistencies in their own argument and practices. Even their livestock have been released from their bonds and led to water on the Sabbath day. So why should this woman not be untied from the oppression of illness and led to the water of life itself? Jesus healed the woman on the Sabbath because he had come to set people free and to release the oppressed. And he hated to see anyone bowed down by injustice, by illness, by oppression, by a needless observance of the rules. That doesn't mean that we do away with all the rules and regulations. After all, what it would be like, what would it be like if I suddenly decided that driving on the right side of the road was far too restrictive? and that I wish to drive on the left side for once. (laughs) But the rules are given for a reason. God's law is given to us to flourish. But when we overlook the purpose and the spirit of the rules, when we impose them without remembering their motivation, we could be in danger of the kind of legalism Jesus so clearly sets out to overturn. Rules which often have their basis in good things like Sabbath rest, can be so easily taken and modified from their original good intentions and used to bind and oppress people instead. Now, this should challenge us this morning to think about when we might be in danger of behaving like the synagogue leaders. Are there times when we sometimes hide behind rules which keep us and others from being set free? Are there ways in which our rules, both spoken and unspoken, in the church and in society, help to keep the status quo? Are there ways in which our rules keep the privileged privileged and don't allow a way in those for those who are less fortunate? We need rules and order, most especially the order of the word of God, given for our spiritual growth but we need to remember the source and origin and purpose of those rules, God. And remember that their primary focus is to lead us into deeper relationship with him. I would like to close with some words from Abraham Joshua Heschel. In his book, The Sabbath, he says the following, He who wants to enter the holiness of this day must say farewell to manual work and learn to understand that the world has already been created and will survive without the help of man. Six days a week we wrestle with the world, wringing profit from the earth. On the Sabbath we especially care for the seed of eternity planted in the soul. The world has our hands, but our souls belong to someone else. Six days a week we seek to dominate the world On the seventh day, we should try to dominate the self. Amen.
the questions. Why did God order resting on the Sabbath? 2. What reason did Jesus give for healing the woman on the Sabbath? And 3. When do we hide behind rules? <laughs> 